first time. I'm here via Zoom FaceTime with my friend Erin Green. Hi Erin. Hello. Hopefully <laughs> Thank you for the internet is good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry if it's not high quality guys. Um it's just what we're doing now to be safe. COVID, you know, just part of life now. But um I hope you're okay with audio. We're trying our best here. But yeah. Thanks, Erin, for being of on course. with me today. Um, so keep yeah. it happy and healthy. Yes, live, laugh, love. <laughs> um, <laughs> so today we're talking about Little Shop of Horrors, directed by Frank Oz, 1986. Um, it's written by Howard Ashman, and then music by Alan Menken. I guess th this is the same guy as like um, mm -hmm. Little Mermaid and all the Disney stuff. It's really interesting. So yeah, quality. Um, Erin, do you remember your first time watching this movie? Yes. Honestly, I didn't understand it when I was, like, I probably, I think I watched it the first time when I was, like, 10. Because mm -hmm. it was, like, one of my mom's, like, favorite movies. Yeah. And she was, like, trying to explain to me, like, what she liked about it so I could, like, somehow have an interest in it. And she's like, there's this plant, and it's from outer space, and... <laughs> There's these singing ladies who go around the town, and this guy named Seymour, and I was like, his name is Seymour. I'm instantly interested. <laughs> Seymour. But I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I can trust anybody named Seymour, but we'll see. Mm -hmm. And then I watched it, and I was like, okay, so the obsession began. Yeah. And now I'm a theater kid, and uh, yeah, like I didn't understand it from the beginning. And then also the That's So Raven, like big like Venus flytrap that they have yeah I always thought um, about that yeah, yes I, I oh think that gosh. was like what stemmed it off like my mom was like oh my gosh that's Audrey too and I was like what the hell are you talking about but it was <laughs> like and then she introduced me to Little Shop of Wars and I was like oh my goodness oh my gosh that's this so cool fantastic. I've always it's funny because I, I there's so many That's a Raven episodes are just embedded in my brain so yes. like I'll see things out in the world. I'm like, it's from, that's from, that's a reason. But I remember <laughs> when I first, I, cause I watched Little Shop of Horrors, like not even like, like five years ago. And I was like, wait, isn't that the thing from, uh, that's a reason? <laughs> You're like, that's <laughs> they took that. They took that thing. from that's a reason. <laughs> that is so funny. I totally forgot. Yeah. The, the Venus flytrap. I was like, that's, that's Audrey. But that's yeah. Oh my gosh. I want to see it. And on Broadway, I, I it's kind of hard for me to imagine it like on stage, like how they I do know. it all. I don't know. I that's why like yeah, that's like a dream of mine to watch it on stage. I yeah, like I said, I think my first time watching it was like five years ago. It was like during the summertime. It was at my sister's place, yes. and I just like saw the poster. I'm like, oh, like I've heard about this, and like the only movie that I thought that was kind like a musical that was 
mm-hmm. um, like edgy was Rocky Horror Picture Show. I thought that was the oh, only yeah. musical with horror in it, <laughs> with uh, the title quality. like that. And so I was like, oh, maybe this one is kind of like that. And it, in in some yeah. aspects it is because it's very like yeah 1960s rock and roll based and very, very dark outer space yeah yeah like very semi. dark and so I think I was just initially surprised by the um like how similar they were in some ways yes. and both kind of like a period piece because you know like especially with like Rocky Horror like Eddie is very like Elvisy like 19 60s yeah. and then like Steve Martin this character is very like off-brand <laughs> exactly <laughs> like very but, and a dentist of all things like yeah where is the and it's, yeah I can see exactly what you're talking about but I think yeah I think this one um like when I first watched it that five years ago I, I made a mm-hmm. lot of those comparisons I'm like oh this is just like Rocky Horror Picture Show because about like six years ago that's when I really got into Rocky Horror so like I was yeah. just like everything and that was my my like my reference for everything I was like oh this is just like this but yeah I remember watching it and I was like oh this like I I always heard I knew what um suddenly Seymour I knew that song I didn't know where it was from I heard the song way before I watched it and all these songs I'm like wait I know these songs like I've never watched this though (laughs) but I probably just listened to them on shuffle like on Pandora when I was in middle school (laughs) just suddenly came up like I don't know what this is but I feel it yeah feel the vibes that's like so I knew this like a lot of the songs before I watched it and I was like oh this all makes sense now but uh but yeah and I watched it yeah like five years ago and I thought it was super fun and like quirky I guess but I liked how dark it was but like I think my favorite I don't know what the genre is but there's a name like dark comedy I guess but a lot of my favorite movies are like that like really intense but also super funny and like kind of light in a way they like make super dark eerie stuff like yeah like just light and like almost casual in a way yeah so it doesn't really like I think that was my first like dip into like dark comedy that one and like mm. Rocky Horror is just kind of like this is supposed to be intense but I'm laughing <laughs> I'm yeah, singing like, and I'm talk. laughing yes yeah. yeah exactly like I guess we can't choose one so we'll do all of it <laughs> we'll just it's a full plate it's a full plate it's of all the full things plate. yes um but yeah so that was my first time I've, I've watched it multiple th- times throughout like the years because I really like it it's yeah. like one of my favorite musicals I was ever a theater yeah. kid but I think that was my destiny I think I missed out <laughs> I, it is it's I feel like I was supposed to be a theater kid so that's why maybe no, no better time life. but the present <laughs> especially in this quarantine kid. just Become a theater kid. Should I sing at a Denny's? <laughs> oh, <laughs> like sing at a... <laughs> yes. Get on the table. Have everybody cheer for you. God, do what all yeah. those theater kids do: sing at Denny's and IHOP, and and IHOP. Just get up from the table and be like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so quirky." Yeah, I can't I'm even... quirky. <laughs> I'm so quirky. I'd be singing. Adina <laughs> Menzel has nothing on me. Like yes, yeah, she no. does. She you has everything on me team? actually. <laughs> yes. Oh. I remember that. Oh my gosh, I was watching the Oscars in like the living room, and that, and oh. I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Adina Menzel is gonna sing, and then he literally yeah. said that, and I was just like, there's no way. <laughs> I thought it was a joke. John, please. John, get your crap together. You get have it together. Job. Hope he's doing great. It is what it is. It oh, is. That's not funny. 
It is what it is. I've probably said it is what it is like 55 times in the last day. That's that's good. I would get it tattooed on my arm. Like vertically? (laughs) So you read it up up down? (laughs) It is what it is. Is it... Is it the same thing backwards? It is what it is. Is, is it, it what it what? is? <laughs> it honestly, it's good both ways. Is it what it is? It is what it is. I think it could, you're asking yourself the question and then you get the confirmation when you read it up. <laughs> Absolutely. Have somebody else read it one way and then you say it the other way. Yeah. Partnership. Oh my gosh, this is great. A great realization. <laughs> I never, I think I always thought it was the same thing backwards. That's great. <laughs> I'm gonna get that tattoo. Absolutely. Oh wait, actually, I think it might be. Wait, is let it, me what is it? it? I'm gonna type it out right now. It yes. is what it is. Okay, is it what? What is it? Is it? <laughs> is it? What is it? <laughs> Two questions backwards. <laughs> I, is I, it? What is it? I thought it was going to be the other way. So it, it is what it is. Is it what is it? Okay, it doesn't make sense anymore. We had high hopes and it just came crashing down. I'm Much like 2020. 2020, exactly. I'm glad we rough drafted this before I actually got it on my skin. <laughs> yes, absolutely. It's is very it? smart. <laughs> what is it? What is it? <laughs> For the question mark at the beginning. <laughs> is it? Should do what it. is it? You should do it backwards, and it's like, now it's, you're the Riddler now. <laughs> yes, Jim Carrey vibes. <laughs> Jim Carrey, you're your biggest fan. Is it? I just typed it in my notes. Is it what it is? It is what it is. Is it what is it? <laughs> it so is it? Good. What is it? <laughs> what is it? Oh, that's good. Yes. I think Those every question thing. should be followed by another question. Exactly. We don't get answers anymore. So it's yeah, fine. No answers. None. <laughs> okay, let's talk about this movie. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. So this movie had I was doing like research on it. And so mm-hmm. I made like a timeline. So the first version was a nineteen six actually. There was a Broadway it was written for Broadway, I believe. And then it was a movie in the nineteen sixties. Mm-hmm. And then it went back to Broadway. And then they made this movie. Because there's so many versions of this ending, but we won't talk about it now. We'll talk about it at the end. Yes. Um, but yeah, so there's multiple versions of this movie um, on Broadway. And then there's like the earlier movie in the 1960s by Roger Corman. Um, the cast is our beloved Rick Moranis as Seymour. Also, if you're the person who punched him and you're listening to this, I'm going to find you. I'm going to hurt you. We're going to hurt you. No Period. one deserves to be punched, but especially not Rick Moranis, the of most all pure, people. most Why? kind person. Why would you punch Rick Moranis? I hate New York. I wanted to live there. I don't want to anymore. No more. How I'm just gonna dare carry you? a metal bat around? I'm gonna find everybody. that person. Did you, did you do it? Did you punch Rick Moranis? Did you punch Rick Moranis? How dare you? Of Spaceballs, Ghostbusters, Little Shop of Horrors, Legends, Honey, I Shrunk the Kid. Honey, I Shrunk the. <laughs> How dare I you? Your lifespan. <laughs> I will. We okay. will find you if you're listening. We to will this, find you. You should be very scared and oh intimidated by us. There's so many like, more punchable people in the world. I don't mean to you, incite violence on a, <laughs> <in your laughs> podcast. I'm just saying. 
<laughs> Rick Moranis it. is the last person you should ever. Literally the last person. <sighs> Poor guy. What was, he's probably just walking to go get some milk yeah. or something. Maybe like a bagel. You know, mm-hmm. bagels are popular. He just bagel? wanted his nice. Ugh. A nice bagel. No. Locks. What is it? The one with like. Locks the, uh, and capers. 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 There's like a, na- a nice name for it, but I don't really know. Oh, I don't I have just know about a bacon, egg, and cheese. Ugh. Or Shirley's Bagel? I miss oh, that. I've never been to Shirley's Bagel. <gasps> You've never been to Shirley's Bagel? I have I absolutely get, never been to I get the ABC one, and it's avocado bacon. What's the C? The cheese? Caper? Cream cheese? No. Avocado, bacon, it has to be cream cheese because there's nothing else on it. Oh, oh. I'm stupid. Yes. I don't know my ABCs. I'm fine. You look obvious. Uh, uh. <laughs> crazy good. They're great. Is it? Um, crazy good bagel. Crazy good. Um, oh, and my phone's like at 22%. Oh, no. But yes, um, can you, okay. But yes, yeah, so cast. Rick Moranis, Ellen Green as Audrey. Oh, she makes me cry. She's so good. Voice on, I don't even know, <sighs> different planet. Yes. Ugh. And then Vincent Gardenia as M- Mr. M- Mushnik. Yes. Um, Levi Stubbs as Audrey, too. We have mm. Steve Martin as, I call him the dentist because I really can't, Orion Scrivello. Yeah, it's such a random uh, name. Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> just it's called the dentist. <laughs> the dentist man. Yes, and then we have the the chorus. So it's I believe it's Tashina Arnold as Crystal, yes. Michelle Weeks as Ronette, and Tisha Campbell Martin as Chiffon. And I was looking it up, and they're all named after the nineteen sixties like um trio. Um, musical groups. So the Ronettes. Cute. The Chiffons and what is it there? And then um, and I remember that one. Um, the Crystals. That's I guess that's what they were called. That's so that's cute. So cute. I love I it. It's so cute. And then they're so their outfits. The whole movie. I'm just like, I want that. I want that. It's so. so it's truly iconic. Yes, and then Absolutely. we have Bill Murray. <laughs> it's just wild that he's in this movie. <laughs> yes, that cameo was just per- like it was so quick too. But it made like, you so uncomfortable. In- Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And he's oh like God. he's kind of honestly, I think he's like the second protagonist of the entire movie. Yeah, and he's only yeah he's only in there for such a short moment that you're just like this is a legend and it's good. I will think about this forever. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then we have Jim Belushi as okay, so he's like on top build, but he's only in it for the last five minutes. He's the That's guy right. who's trying to get um he's trying to get Seymour to sell to, uh, Audrey. Yeah, like to make a lot of baby ones. Yeah, have them in each household. And then we have John Candy as Wink Wilkinson. He's so sweet. Mm. Oh, so. John Candy. He's amazing. Sign one up. Talk to you soon. So, okay, let's get into this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Yay. So, 
I was like reading because I was looking up all the different versions and I guess like mm-hmm. this movie is more of like a 1960s period piece where like mm-hmm. the other versions are very just like of the day like you can't really determine when it is because it closes very yeah. modern to the time but this one's very themed like 1960s which I like yeah definitely yeah it sets it up so nicely Mm -hmm. and like the little like it's new york city yeah but um but i think it's so cute like you could obviously tell it's like in a studio and it's like painted but i think it's so cute like it does create like a very like cute like a very um like like a cute i don't want to say it's very like it's not it's, thematic, it's like almost yeah like they knew it's like bringing broadway to screen mm-hmm. without trying to make it so realistic yeah like the like, environment is perfect like the color yeah. scheme of everything the costuming like all the props like it's only in one setting really but it mm. does encapsulate like a very nice like cute atmosphere of like this is from a, like a theater show i guess yes but yeah i do love it i think that was like one of the first things I remember watching I'm just like I do love like the atmosphere of it and like all the colors of like each building and all the costumes like everything was just mm-hmm. very put together and then I also read that they like all their costumes are all thrifted from New York thrift shops what a lot yeah a lot of their costumes yeah they're all like thrifted. Oh, that's so, really awesome so that makes it more authentic of like these are actually yeah. clothes from the 1960s which is really cool because I love all the costumes yeah but, I would say that- uh, it's funny how like how like set up it is and like very like theatric mm-hmm. but like it almost feels it feels like actually really New York if that makes sense mm-hmm. yeah. like you know like a lot of movies who are like like the you know the place setting is in New York but like you could tell like oh that was filmed in like Toronto or like Chicago mm-hmm. anywhere yeah. else but New York so it doesn't feel authentic but like even though this probably was filmed like on some set somewhere and Mm-hmm. North America, or probably I think Australia. it was in Who London. Knows? Oh my! Yeah. So like, not even in the same area, mm-hmm. but it feels like this yeah. is of the city. Absolutely, I wouldn't even second guess it. Yeah, I do feel that because I feel like when you watch like the Avengers movies, you're like, oh, you know, this is like in some like grassland in um, yeah. Georgia because they they film all their stuff in Atlanta, like That's everything. Right. And so you can tell, you just know, like, oh, this is, like, some, yeah. like, flat land in Atlanta, and then this is just, like, oh, you know, like, this is, it feels like it's very accurate, like, you're in yeah. New York. But, yeah, I think it's so funny, people troll them a lot on, like, I've been looking at, um, like, on Twitter, um, they'll, like, post, like, see, like scenes of, like, Avengers movies, and they'll be, like, oh, <laughs> which studio was this in Atlanta? Because <laughs> it's all, like, green so screen. Like, call them out get on yeah. the head literally um but yeah this it's super funny because this movie so it was filmed in pinewood studios so that was where aliens was um filmed with um sigourney weaver mm-hmm. oh. and then i guess around the same time this movie was being filmed um one of the 007 movies was being filmed and so oh for this the suddenly seymour scene they had to use their stage because they needed more space so, like, yeah. they recreated some of it on, like, a 007 studio. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, I mean, like, there's not every day that there's, like, a fully burnt down building, probably with, like, gunshots in the background. You're like, right? Oh, <laughs> this feels urban, but a little bit too urban. 
Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, ah, it's New York. It will pass. Yeah. It's just, it's like wild to think that they, like, they're so creative with their settings and that mm-hmm. they, yeah, it just seems very accurate. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so let's talk about the movie. Um, so I love that the movie, like, just opens up with a song. And yeah. it opens up with two songs. So do you remember the first one? Because I know there's um, Downtown and then there's one before yeah. that. Down is down downtown's the one yes, I know the first one was the one that the, the they were singing. Says? Yes. And they were like okay. it was basically the preface to the entire story, like them describing mm-hmm. that like there's some big like entity that just fell from the sky. Oh yeah. Let's see what happens. In the part oh, where they're like, Watch out, watch out. Oh mm-hmm. quality. So good. Yeah, I I think um that downtown, I think that's like I think that's what the song is called, but that's like one of my favorites. I just love yes. it. I don't know. And then they're just like trying to get out of there. They don't want to live there anymore. And class struggles. Yes. And so politics. we start with politics, yes. And Seymour and Audrey <laughs> want to get out of Skid Row. Um so that's like the area where they are. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> But yeah, so they just want to get out of there. Um, they want they just feel like they have more, for like destined for their lives, I guess. I think don't we all? But <laughs> <laughs> they work at Mr. Mushnik's um flower shop, and then it's so interesting. I think one thing about this movie is that it jumps right into it. You don't like mess yes. around. They like put no. everything in a tight like hour and a half. Yeah. But, yeah. It keeps you engaged because it's like mm-hmm. one second you look away and the next it's like you're already back into something else. Yeah. It's just good because I feel like it keeps it consistent and it keeps it entertaining the whole time because yeah. something happens. Like something big happens in like every scene. Every single thing. Yeah, which is good. I love that. Um, So she, they, um, sorry, we can say something. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> um. So, Mr. Music wants to call it quits because it's, like, they're not doing well. Like, they're not getting any business at the flower shop. And then Audrey tells Seymour to show him uh, Mr. Music's, like, the plant that he just bought. And then, um, and he names it Audrey, too. And so, it goes to, like, a little, like, backstory of where he found Audrey, too. So, it was at, like, another, like, plant shop. And and Seymour's like looking for plants to sell. I guess he wants to like resell them at the shop, and he doesn't see any of them. So he like walks across the street. He's like whatever. And then there's a a total eclipse of the sun, and they stare at it. And then um, and then he looks. And then for some reason he wants to like look back at the flower shop, and he sees Audrey too there. <laughs> um, so he walks to the he walks across the street. He doesn't find anything at the plant shop. And then he witnesses a total eclipse of the sun, which I don't know. Is that just an eclipse? It is based, it's just a solar eclipse. That's, this, that's yes. why I was like, why is it total eclipse of the heart? <laughs> like, yeah, the, whole from, song. the drama of it all. Turn around. Like, after, I wanted to sing it once he said that. I was like, God, I can't. How am I supposed to go on without this? Um, <laughs> So he has the total eclipse of the sun, he witnesses it, and then he, for some reason, wants to, like, turn back, and he looks, and he sees Audrey, too, at the, um, that flower shop. Yes. And then, which is funny, because he just, like, turns around, and then, there. She's right there. It's, yeah. Like, 
even the placement is so off because it's like the plant is like in the smallest little corner yeah like it's a bouncy like, ball <laughs> yes and he's like huh, oh, that's a cool plant and i'm just gonna take it i didn't see it there before but i'm going to take it no i'm Not going to take it all. right <laughs> and um like, yeah. so he takes um he takes audrey back to the store he he buys it for a dollar 95 which is wild Wow, cheap. And then, so this part is always interesting because I don't know why this random man is so weird. So once he's like introducing Audrey to, um, they they put Audrey on like by the window on the shop, and then this man comes in. You know, talk I'm part and talking about, and he's like, "Hello, <laughs> I would like to ask you about your plant." Like he's like robotic. I'm that part confuses me. Like, why is he acting like that? <laughs> it's just like it's so. Because it, it's just funny how, like, they're like, well, yeah, it'll, like, if putting the plate in the window will attract, attract attention, and people will just be so, like, mesmerized by this, like, and then it happened. different plant in the window. And he's like, hello, I just came into your store. I was so mesmerized by this, like, <laughs> amazing plant in your window. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just ironic. People don't interact like this. It's not normal. And he's very robotic, too. Very robotic. Like, I would like to, and he's like, I would like to purchase, like, 20 roses. And he's like, do you have change for 100? And he's like, no. And he's like, then I'll just buy more. <laughs> just so then I'll just, I guess I'll just buy 100 then. But that doesn't like, even happen. That doesn't happen in real life. <laughs> like, what's happening? It's like, then it's also thinking, like, well, this store has been, like, pretty much out of business. They haven't had mm-hmm. really any business for who knows how long but they just had 100 perfect roses yeah they just had like yes these are wonderful beautiful roses that we had just sitting here waiting for you sir just for you sir you know what i can't dock it this is fantasy go ahead show me my greatest fantasy i want to see it And I think when they first watched it, I was like, oh, is he an alien, too? <laughs> that was That's like, what, yes. <laughs> I was like, why is he, just, is he, has he been watching them and he's an alien? And so that's why he's, like, so interested? Yes. My conspiracy. Like this, I was just like, this is the introduction to our antagonist. He is going to hurt someone, and then he never shows up again. You're like, I right? guess I was wrong. That's why he's like, oh, he's going to come back later. No, I'll see you later. No. <laughs> he's just not he's gone. Ever. He's done. <laughs> and so after that, then like like a bunch of people come in to start wanting to buy their stuff. I'm like, yes. if you saw a creepy looking Venus flytrap out on the window, I would not want to go into yeah. that store. I would not want to purchase anything near that because that thing is going to eat me. <laughs> exactly. And like also like they were like so interested in Audrey too, but like nobody really asked to buy it or like buy yeah. her. They were just like, oh that's a cool plant can I get some daisies yeah like can I just get like an orchid or something (laughs) like you don't want the plant in the window that kind of like attracted you no okay yeah Mm. no that's literally so true that's I yeah when I my first time watching it too it's just like this is a this is obviously like kind of like satire just like the comedy yes wait it's going to at first I'm like no like why did they want to buy the the big plant? Like, why did they buy, like, roses and, like, a bunch of other flowers? Yeah, <laughs> like, they just so came in questions. to look at it, and they're like, oh, okay. As I guess like, that's you now. Yeah, I think as you watch it, 
more and more just like, oh, this is just part of the comedy. But at first, I was so yeah. literal about it. I was like, why are they like? Why do you need to buy the other flowers? It's like just nice, <laughs> nice to look at. Don't right? want it in my house. <laughs> it has a mouth and it has teeth, but it's nice to look at. <laughs> yeah, it's cool to look at, but I don't want it anywhere near me. So yeah. keep it. I'll just buy something regular. Right, <laughs> and so. Um, after they like bring like Mr. Mishik's all excited because like they just have so many sales and like that hasn't happened in such a long time and so he's like oh do you guys like let's go out and celebrate like let's like let's go get drinks or something and then yeah. Audrey says she can't come because she has a date with her boyfriend and then but she has a black eye right in the scene yes. and then Mr. Mishnick's like I don't know why like you are with this abusive guy uh, and he yeah and so I think that I was yeah it was surprising like that storyline that's when I knew like also was gonna be very like intense dark movie yeah I was like oh okay this isn't a light subject but they put it in a musical yeah I know and then like she's like keeps dressing up like well he's a professional and even Mr. Mm-hmm. is like what kind of man who does this mm-hmm. and wears a leather jacket is a professional. And rides a motorcycle. <laughs> yes, rides a motorcycle. Like, it does, doesn't make sense. Like, why is she subjecting herself to this? Yeah. And I then you meet him. Oh, my God. What a freaking like, dummy. Uh, he's, he's, he's stupid. The oh one God. person in this entire world that I never saw as, like, an abusive char- character would be Steve Martin. Right? I would have <laughs> never. Is... That's, I like, a roll watching... of the dice. Right? Seeing him in, like, um, Cheaper by the Dozen, and then you're like, yeah. oh, okay, the tables have turned, but, so, so, Audrey goes to, go, goes on her date with the dentist, and then, um, Seymour stays back to take care of Audrey, too, because, um, Audrey, too, is looking a little dead, like, a little dry, yeah. and then, um, so, he goes into the basement, and he lives there, hmm, Seymour's a little cutie, but he lives in the basement of the, um, of the um the store and then he he's like trying to figure out like what do you what can like what are you gonna eat like what can I feed you and then um he's like going like ruffling through all his stuff and then he cuts his finger and then he starts bleeding and he starts looking on his like blood and then uh Audrey too starts like smacking its lips and he's like, you know and just like Seymour's like what the hell he's just like looking and like the why is this plant doing this? <laughs> what do you want? What do you want? And then, um, so eventually, Audrey, um, not Audrey, Seymour gives Audrey to uh, his finger and he just sucks it and then he's like growing. And then oh. it's just weird. It's just a weird concept. Like, how do you like come up with this? <laughs> that is, it's like of all the things, and especially like just straight up sucking the blood out his out of his finger and he's just sitting there let it happen and it's just it's just like weird i because i wouldn't do that because what if he just like cut off my finger true like the the plant already wants your blood what's stopping it from just biting the entire finger off and being like i'm this is what i want because she wanted fresh like, fresh made that very clear very yeah. clear fresh very clear oh man um it really is wild. 
And then after that, um, see the next day, Seymour takes Audrey to the it's w- Wink Wilkinson, so it's John Candy's um, character, um, to the show where you like bring your weird stuff in and talk about it on the radio show. And this part like cracks me up. So, like oh, yeah. they're in the waiting room, <laughs> and then Audrey just looking at the like receptionist <clears throat> bus, but I don't know. Why I said but, but, but. <laughs> <laughs> and like bus, but, but, <laughs> and is this like about to like, like try to eat her butt, <laughs> and gets really close yeah. to it. Uh, but like yeah, where he's looking at her butt in the mm-hmm. waiting room <laughs> to lead up. He gets so that close. That should have been our indicator. Yeah, <laughs> sniffing it, just like opening its mouth. Like, I'm like, this feels a little bit aggressive. Like, fully, I don't like, know mouth that. open, ready to, like, eat someone right there in public yes. like that. And Seymour doesn't think that's just a little weird. No. He was just like, oh, I cannot believe this plant would do something like that. Oh, well. Bad plant. Bad, bad, bad plant. Don't do that again. Calm down. <laughs> like, and then, gosh, I don't know. And then um, he tells Link, uh, like, everything about, like, where he discovered Audrey too, and um, and so yeah, that seems pretty short, but it's kind of funny, and I love John Candy. And then um, the next scene, the the chorus, they're telling Audrey to that she should leave the dentist since he beats her, and yeah. so she's like on like she's on the street, and like you, she has her she has her her arm is like kind of broken, but her cast is like a scarf. It's yes. very like stylish, <laughs> so you can. It took me forever to realize that she had like it was a cast. I'm like, oh, it's a cute scarf. I know. It's like, <laughs> it's oh, like, I wonder why she's wearing it like that. And then it's like she has a fully broken arm from domestic like, violence. Yeah, it's like, why do you have not a real cast? Yes, please go to the doctors. Yeah, the girls tell Audrey, like, why don't you like Seymour? Like, why don't you go for him? Yes. Um, like you deserve someone good. And then she's just, you can kind of tell that, I think she's always loved Seymour, but she's never, like, done anything about it. But she has, like, a, like a true admiration for him and just, like, yeah. really appreciates him. And um, so then this is where she sings somewhere that's green. And this oh, song makes me cry. <laughs> I, yes, absolutely. I, every song Ellen um, Green sings, I just want to cry. I just want to cry. She's it's so like, good. I think it might just be like the parallel between her speaking voice and her singing voice because mm-hmm. like she speaks so like mousy and like very like Fran Drescher or like Sophia yeah. Vergara like very like there's a specific tone in her voice where like this like she can't possibly like sing so sing beautifully that. and then she opens up her mouth and like yeah. the first like verse that she sings has she like in shambles. I'm like, oh, right? oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> uh. She's it's so oh, powerful. When I first watched so it, powerful. I was like like I didn't know what to expect when I heard her sing. And then she yeah. started singing and I'm like, whoa, like this is not what I expected. And it's so powerful uh-huh. and strong. And, like, when she, like, shouts a little, too, and I'm just like, oh, it's so good. But her voice gets so deep, too, when she does that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, is this the same woman? <laughs> but it's so good. It's so good. Her, uh, and, like, the concept of somewhere that's green just 
it's so sad like she's so cool mm-hmm. she's so cool and likes person they just have two very different like ways of going about it but she's yeah. thinking she's like not good enough for him and I'm like you yeah. will see very soon that you guys do very similar things in different ways yeah it's, exactly uh, yeah, I think it makes me no. so sad because she's very like, like very like I don't deserve him, like I don't deserve someone yes. good like him. But she's like hasn't done anything wrong, you know. No. She's never but like he done named an entire plant after you. But he loves you. <laughs> yeah, Ugh. makes me have hope in life. That song, and so <laughs> in the song, she um, so she's talking about how she wants a very like idyllic um like housewife life like she mm. wants to have little kids and like the kids look just like them like a, like a clone yes. of Audrey and a clone of Seymour it's so funny because <laughs> the kid is like wearing the blonde wig <laughs> um, <laughs> and then she was like a, she said something like a dream house with plastic on, on the furniture and I'm like okay yes. <laughs> very like of the time yeah I was like okay go off but okay <laughs> have your plastic furniture okay that's fine and then they have in their bedroom it's two twin mattresses we all love some plastic (laughs) was that a thing like having two twin mat beds mattresses in the master bedroom i get i mean i guess like a like what was it on top like two mattresses just stacked on top of top of each other like on a bed no, it was or like, like two, two separate beds. They're two separate. So there's two twin beds in the room and like they go into the room but there's like a space oh, yeah. so they each have like a nightstand and like I didn't was this was this Yeah. Was this I mean How like was... it was cuz like have you ever you seen like I love Lucy like Lucy mm-hmm. and like they slept um, in different beds. I didn't know that. I didn't realize that. What the heck? Like a big, I mean, I think we should bring that back, to be honest. I like my <laughs> personal space. That's true. That I'm trying to get bed. married and sleep in two different beds. <laughs> Wait, who is this? Hey, Dolly Parton, her and her husband have two different houses, but on the same property. So they don't live together, but they've been married for that, like 50 years. She's winning. Dolly Parton is, is always winning. Always. What, what a genius. I saw that on Twitter. Oh my god, I didn't believe it, but it's true. Like, they He's don't so have, smart. they have their own, like, houses on the property, but she says it works best that way. Yeah. <laughs> it's so like, funny. I don't, she's a genius. She is. She's Ooh. a legend. Protect her at all costs. Absolutely. Dolly Parton Protection Squad. Right. 2020. 2020. Forever. Through infinity. infinity. Let's have two separate twin mat. Let's have two mattresses. No, I'll do you one better. Let's have two houses on the same property. I'll see you tomorrow. (laughs) I'll see you tomorrow. Just knock on the door. See you for dinner. Yes. Call me on my house phone. (laughs) (laughs) Not even your cell phone. You can call me on On my house. My land. Send me some mail. Send me a letter. Let me know when you want me to come over. I'll give you my pager number. <laughs> oh, <laughs> gosh. Me. I'll get back to you when I'm ready. Oh, I think that's so funny. I think I just couldn't believe it, but that's smart. You have your own... Not, not, you have your own 
bed, you have your own space, you have your own bathroom, you have your own living room. I think I just like the idea of living alone. <laughs> I'm like, maybe I don't need marriage. Maybe, maybe I just like, like me. <laughs> maybe I could just have a dog. <laughs> like, oh, I kind of like the idea of getting married, you know, not sleeping in the same bed. Maybe even just like separating our rooms. Maybe we'll just get yeah. different houses. Different dinner just tables. Alone. <laughs> it's the comfort of knowing. You're not yeah. alone, but still being alone. Deciding. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, How did we get here? I don't know. How are we still so deeply in love with Seymour? We're just like, no marriage 2020. No, no, no marriage. We're the no marriage. Um, okay, so back to the movie. Yeah. I, I love these tangents. We're just, yes. we just can't keep. Um, so we cut to Seymour feeding Audrey with his blood, and then, like, his fingers have, like, the bandages, because he's, like, giving him <laughs> yes. so much blood. Um, and then, um, they go, it cuts also to the flower shop the next day, and it's, it's been super busy ever since Audrey, too, entered. Audrey tells Seymour to go, Audrey, yeah, so, this is when it gets busy, and then Seymour forgets to, like, prep some, like, arrangements. Yeah. Um, Mr. Mishnick is like yelling on the phone he's like oh I'm supposed to have it ready whatever and then um so he goes in the back and then Audrey helps Seymour like make the arrangement and then she's like telling him like you should really like work on your self-image like um that you should um just like make yourself feel good and like go get some new clothes and yeah. just like very encouraging him like she's just very like sweet with him and then he was, it's so, it's so sad because he's like, oh, you would, you would go shopping with me? Like, you would be, you'd be able to, yes. you wouldn't be embarrassed to go out being seen in public with me? And I just wanted to cry. I'm like, no. <laughs> no, Rick Moranis, you understand? I would, I would marry Rick Moranis. Just, that sounds comfortable. That sounds nice and comfortable. Like, I would never have to worry about anything. <laughs> I've said it cool. once. I'll say it again. I think my only type is any man that looks like Rick Moranis and or has the same personality type. I'm like, meek, glasses, brunette, sure, I'm there. I'm there. Yes, I feel that. Oh, it's so beautiful. So sweet. Uh, the Rick Moranis is, he's like, what, 70 now? Yeah, <laughs> like, but he's still charming. I know, I'm like, honestly, I'm still down. I'm open <laughs> if you're open. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Also, we're gonna, I'm, we're still gonna come for those people that beat him up. Punched him. I think about that a lot. I'm so Whoever punched my elderly husband in the head, <laughs> I will kill you. <laughs> I will find you. I will find you. I will hurt you. Did you see, real quick, did you see my tweet about Liam Neeson the other day? No. It was like. Because I, I heard a new commercial for one of his movies, and then I said, oh, it must be nice to be that point of celebrity where you're basically in the same movie multiple times, you just have different names. Because yeah. <laughs> all his movies are the same. They're all the same. He's, He's the same person. A dad who wants revenge because his daughter and or son was stolen. And Take he wants him. to beat everyone up. He's just yeah. in so many of the same movies. I just That's easy money right now, right there. Like, just relax. Does he ever go this, on a vacation? No. This man has just been fighting everybody. And nobody has in, killed him yet. Put him in the new, in the, another Star Wars movie. He can find his comfort. 
recipes or put him yeah. in like a nice Disney movie. I want him to be like joyous and kind to people. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I could watch a movie with him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll cross that. I don't know. I'll get there when I get there. <laughs> we'll get we'll get there when we get there. We'll get there. Don't worry about it. Um. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Seymour is, is like super shocked that, uh, that Aud- Audrey wants to like help him with his like image and get him like cleaned up and stuff. And then he's very yeah. shocked, like, oh, you'd go out in public with me? And then he's like, can we go tonight? And then she's like, I'll have a date with a stupid boyfriend. <sighs> oh, I hate him. Dumb. And then we, we cut to him, um, and he's, on his motorcycle. This shot is so funny. <laughs> it's because it's like the first time we've ever seen him. We only hear about mm-hmm. him. We only mm-hmm. see the damage that he does. And then we finally see him and it's Steve Martin on a motorcycle. With like a fake background with a fan on him. <laughs> yes. And he's trying to look as cool as he possibly can. It's so funny. Like his facial, like the way he, he just acts is so good. Like yeah. I can't imagine... Like, even though I can't imagine him in this role, I cannot imagine someone else doing it like no, this. No, absolutely not. I think it would it would be too serious if somebody else mm-hmm. did it. Yeah. I think the I, only person who could ever probably replicate it, I don't know why I'm saying this, is Jack Black. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why pop, that popped in my head, but I, I, would, I would buy a ticket to see that as Jack Black as the dentist. I could watch him in anything. Uh, do you know what the Five Nights at F- Freddy thing is? Because I don't. I feel like a grandma because I don't get that reference. No. Well, I mean, I know, Do you know what Five Nights at Freddy's is? Isn't it like a Chuck E. Cheese game thing? Yes, it's like a haunted Chuck E. Cheese thing, but there's okay. like a full like subculture behind it. Like so people like ship the characters in it, and I'm like, that's disgusting. But go off, I guess. I don't support it, but I, I'm, you know, <laughs> yeah. Who am I to say what's right and wrong? <laughs> yeah, but he like posted a video and he's like singing the song. Sorry, I had to send it to you, but I'm just so confused because now everyone's talking about it everywhere, and I have so many questions. If you, anyone listening, knows about Five Nights at Freddy's, please give mm-hmm. me like a Reddit like thread or something. I'm so confused. I can't. Is it like the song where it's like, so nice to meet you, because we're the animatronic family? No, that one? Or no. He's like, he's singing the song, but then other people like on TikTok are singing like, if you don't like Freddie, blah, blah, blah. I don't even know how to explain it, but it's basically, they're using the quote, but posting pe- like attractive people from movies. So if like, you don't like Freddie Bradbury, then you don't like, I don't know. I think I'm butchering it, but. I have to All send right. it to you because I'm genuinely like concerned. I don't know where this came from. I have so the many questions these days. I don't just... know what they're into. I feel old. I feel old. I use Freddy. <laughs> what? Who's Freddy? What does he do? Who's I thought it was why is it, cheese. Why is it five nights? Why is it not six? Why is it seven? Why is it a full week? <laughs> I'm gonna well, the. Okay, I do know that part. I do know all of that stuff, but like then it just gets into like the weird people writing fanfic about them and stuff. Oh I, no! It's what just like the game concept. I've played the game. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. You know, you play as this like night security guard. You have a five day, five night. You only work at night. You have a five night week. You have mm-hmm. to survive each night. 
and not get murdered by the demon animatronics. And then once you get the fi- fifth night, you're out. You're off shift. And then somebody else comes in and has to battle the demon. What? <laughs> it's like, you can't tell anybody. They never, t- like, and you watch the videos and, like, they don't mm-hmm. tell anybody. They don't tell the next person on shift, like, oh, just so you know, the animatronics try to kill you at night. So, like, don't die. What? They just, like, they, oh. like, the night security guards just, like, disappear in the night. And then they, like, tell the next one, like, oh, yeah, like, our dude, like, mysteriously disappeared, so that's why we had to hire somebody overnight. Call the like, police! I don't know. Call <laughs> like, go, go get help! Go, kill, kill the demon! I don't know. Kill tell the, them. I don't know. And then they have, like, a Five Nights at Freddy's, like, the second version of the video game where, like, it's a child in their bedroom. And, <laughs> and the animatronics are showing up in their room. Oh, my so, God. Like, first off, just... that just this sounds like a nightmare. I'm... It feels like breaking the fourth wall for me. I'm like, this is... I think too far. It's too much. I just, I don't, I'm just, I need to, I don't know. I need to center myself. I have so many questions. Why? Oh. I don't know. I'm never going to play like, maybe I, maybe I will just understand maybe. it. Just to see, just to have some fun, you know. And then like, I never You're stop playing it. <laughs> You're like addicted. You become a TikTok I... Oh famous God, for, I, you just become TikTok famous for talking about Five Nights at Freddy's. Freddy. Oh gosh, you know. Put some respect in my name. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yes. Um, you just do a spinoff of this podcast as my first time playing Five Nights at Freddy's. Five Nights at Freddy. <laughs> oh my gosh, that'd actually be a good idea. I don't know if I could commit. I'm scared. Mm-hmm. But Chuck E. Cheese. I just... Chuck E. Cheese. Yes. I don't think I could slander Charles Entertainment Cheese's name like that. You <laughs> really don't think Charles I can. Entertainment Cheese. <laughs> it's his name. Charles You're Entertainment right. Cheese. With his best friend Remy, who is not Ratatouille, that is not his name. <laughs> I think it's, it's funny Remy. that people. I think it's funny that people think Remy like they think Ratatouille's name is Ratatouille. <laughs> it is. It's a plate. <laughs> I've seen them call him Ratatouille. <laughs> and they let him pass out. It's so oh good. Oh. I wonder how many people like at Walt Disney World have co- or like well, um Disneyland Paris have come up to um Remy and say Ratatouille. <laughs> <laughs> False. Wrong. I think if you do that, you just get kicked out of the you get kicked out of the park immediately. Yeah, just get out. You can't. You can't be here. You, get out of here. You're no longer allowed. Go back to Florida where you came from. <laughs> Go back to the Gators. <laughs> um, back to the movie. <laughs> We're having a good time. We're having a great time. Having a good time. Um, so, so the song is super intense and like he's singing the song as he's on the motorcycle, Steve Martin. Yes. And he's just talking about how he used to like kill animals growing up, and his mom <laughs> said he needs to take out his his violence in another way. And I'm just yes. like, how about get him some help and take him to like a psychiatrist? Yeah, <laughs> maybe therapy. Question. This is how serial killers are made. Like, go get your kids help. And a lot of the serial yeah. killers have mommy issues. And you can tell mm-hmm. that he has mommy issues. He clearly has mommy issues because his yeah. mom was like, you know, instead of killing these animals for free, you should start hurting somebody for money. Yeah. He's like, I'll do exactly that. Oh, God. No, no. Mm-hmm. It's just... And I was like, oh, a lot of red flags here. Okay. Yes. 
keep riding your motorcycle then and so he's like he's like doing so that's his like introduction I guess uh and he's very like Elvis like yes. it's like funny he's overtly like trying to be very Elvis like I think that's like one of the best parts about him and his acting is that he's just he's just going for it he's he's not holding back yeah. at all but his whole scene in, to the dentist I have really bad like I can't I have a really bad time with the dentist every time. I've had really bad experiences. So seeing this, I'm just like, no, I cannot watch this because I hate the dentist so much. And yeah. I, my anxiety is just... The it's a little too just, close to home. Yeah, it is. Way too close. I'm like, I'm just not going to look at this part. Like in all the tools and everything, I'm like, please don't. The drilling sound actually like, makes my skin crawl. Mm-hmm. I kind of had to mute it just because I was like if I listen to a drill I might throw up on the floor right it's so <laughs> awful I I've I've had so many like bad experiences like when I was like growing up at dentist place so now I'm just like I'm just please just give me all fake teeth like so you don't have to yes. touch my teeth ever again I would just like George Washington who yeah right he's <laughs> like please I would like fake teeth I don't need it I don't need, just... need to touch my teeth veneers are pretty cool I'm not opposed <laughs> I might just do it so you don't have to touch my teeth again. Thank yes, you. Yes, give me the dentures. I don't want to be back here. Let me be the old man from the Toy Story shorts who plays chess by himself. <laughs> no teeth. Okay. Yes. Just vibes. Making <laughs> dolls. Playing chess. 2020, baby. <laughs> baby. Baby. You know oh the vibes. You um, know the vibes. So he, um, so I guess. But the dentist is going to the flower shop to pick up Audrey. Mm-hmm. And so Seymour meets the dentist. And this is where you see that he uses laughing gas to get high. He's like the nitrous um, to get high, which is kind of like, I thought, I even wrote in my notes here too. It's just like, it's kind of dark. Like the whole movie's dark, but it's just like, there's, some, there's something really yeah. creepy about it. Like the way he has, he takes laughing gas to get high. And he's just, I don't know. It's very unsettling. And he's like, yeah, and he like does it. But he does it everywhere. Like he does it before he has to like deal mm-hmm. with somebody's mouth. Like mm-hmm. he's like, let me get high for this. I gotta really enjoy my time drilling holes in your teeth. Yeah, and like it's just so. This is where, like, the dark comedy really comes in. Yeah. Like, you're absolutely right about that. Mm Because how do you even think about something like that? Like, a crazy dentist who used to kill animals and now just tortures people for fun, for money. And has takes laughing gas before. He doesn't give it to the patients. He keeps it for himself. He keeps it for himself. (laughs) Like, how do you still have a license? How are you still alive? (laughs) Truly. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, like, creepy. I just, like, I don't like the dentist and, like, adding that element, too. It's just, like, this guy's a psychopath. <laughs> he's yeah. crazy. And he's abusive and he's awful. Um, yes. And and then, um, so he gets there to get Audrey and then he almost snaps at Audrey. And it's kind of, like, a scary moment. And then um, Seymour's really upset. They leave, and then Seymour's really mad about how the dentist is mean and awful to Audrey. Mm-hmm. And then Tui gets bigger. I think it's funny how they call um, Audrey Tui Tui. He gets bigger and mm-hmm. bigger. And then they're in the flower shop, 
and then Chewie starts to like say feed me mm. he like wants to be fed and they start singing feed me <laughs> I love this song and 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 then um Seymour's like what do you like what do you want like I'm supposed to give you and then Audrey too is like I need like fresh like human blood and just just basically like game over like you need to like start killing people for me yep and straight up and I think like I haven't we haven't touched on this yet but I think the puppeteering is amazing like the effects so good Every movement, every like the colors and like, the, yeah, the movement and even like this, like the computer animated moments, like they look so real too. Um, it's just so good, so creepy. Yes, like you can't even really tell the difference because mm-hmm, exactly. like, even like when they do use like actual like technology to make it work, they like yeah. immerse you in the entire story, so you can't even like it feels seamless right yeah it's it's, so it's really cool and i know i heard that it um i read it that it's jim henson's company so his son yeah. and like their company did all the puppeteering and the animatronic stuff for it so i think it's just incredible to see how realistic Ajutu looks because of it and it's super creepy and every movement like even as it grows more and more you just see yeah. it like it's really cool but yeah yeah but yeah, also would like never I think I'd just be so scared of it too. <laughs> and then also Rick Moranis is a great singer. So good. I didn't re- right? I like honestly didn't realize like he was just so natural with everything. Yeah. That's what I noticed too. I'm like, I've never like this time watching it, I'm like, he like has a good solid voice. Yes. Yeah. Did you just move to another room? <laughs> I did. My cat was being too loud. Oh. I'm like, she's <laughs> in a bag. I'm like, oh. this is rude. <laughs> so funny. Um, but yeah, like, Rick Moranis' vocals are really good and very, like, sharp and clear. I don't know. I'm just super impressed. I never really realized it. He could do anything. He's, he's very, like, very Broadway. Mm-hmm. But, like, very spoken vocal like yeah. driven which is so like, good enunciated like yes but it's super it's super clear super strong i love it so good Ugh, and then during this scene um seymour um is kind of debating like should i give tui like humans to eat and then they mm-hmm. see, they could see Audrey, she gets hit by the dentist because, like, her apartment is right across the street from the flower shop. And then that's what, like, motivates him to, like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kill the dentist because Chewie's hungry, but also because Audrey doesn't deserve that. And yeah. so he gets super motivated to do it. And then we get into this freaking scene. <laughs> this scene is just so funny at the dentist's office. I'm like, oh, what is weird. happening? Like, who like, wrote this? It doesn't even, this is, like, the only, I feel like this is the only scene in the entire movie that doesn't make sense, but it's perfect. It was, I was reading up on this, and I guess when Bill Murray came in, they just gave him, like, the preface, kind of, of, like, um, you're just a person who really likes the pain and stuff, so he, I guess he ad-libbed, like, everything, because he had, like, a general idea of yeah, of like what 
like the goal of like these scenes were and then he just went for mm-hmm. it <laughs> Bill Murray but I think we need to appreciate Bill Murray a lot more than we do yes He's so good. oh my gosh he is amazing and I think it's wild to think that like Steve Martin and Bill Murray are such legends but this is the only movie that they're in together ever true isn't that weird? Very like you true. would expect them to be in more movies together because wow. they're kind of of like the same caliber in a way, and they're not. I think that's like so interesting. Um, but yeah, so the dentist scene. Yes. Uh, so we see Bill yeah. Murray in the. Oh, sorry. You need to, it's catching you need to it. capitalize <laughs> off this movie. So. We we see Bill Murray in the waiting room, and he's like super anxious and like excited. To see the dentist, he's just super weird. Um, and then you can tell, like, he gets, like, he gets off on the pain. And he's, like, he's, he, you can tell, like, this guy's been to multiple dentist offices, like, because he wants to. And there's, like, a part where he's, like, I'm going to tell all my friends about you. You're the best. <laughs> it's just so, it's like, how, like. We, and he gets Steve Martin's character, like the dentist, gets so angry because he likes he's the like, pain. Yeah, he's like, "How dare you disrespect mm-hmm. me like this? How dare you <laughs> like what I subject you to?" This is weird because then he's like also an awful guy and like he doesn't do anything. Yes. <laughs> and no. yeah, so he he um you can tell he gets off from the pain of dentist, and it's funny because he's in like the chair. And he's, like, already, he has his own, like, bib, and he has his own little, like, things to put inside his mouth. Yes. Like, those little cotton <laughs> things. He's, like, ready. And then you see so that prepared. Steve Martin's kind of, like, okay, like, this guy's just really excited to be here. And I think Steve Martin, like, he likes his, um, his patients to be scared. Like, he gets off on, like, the fear. Yeah. And, like, they're total opposites, but they could honestly be best friends. They really, like, they're in the same business. It's just... Yeah. One of them likes it and the other one likes giving it. It's, you know? Yeah. A perfect relationship. Yeah. And then, um, so as he's getting, like, seen by Steve Martin, Seymour sneaks into the office and he's planning to shoot the doctor. He has, like, a gun with him. And little gun. So, I know. And he's just, like, so tiny and he's in, like, his little hat and his jacket. I'm like, go, go back to school. <laughs> like, go to your mom or something he looks like a little baby and the doctor is mad the doctor gets mad and tells Arthur to get out because he doesn't because Arthur's like super into the pain and like um Steve Martin's just like get out of here get out you crazy you weirdo he calls him a sicko (laughs) just like you're a sicko what the hell what this is yeah this is so dark and then um, the doctor puts Seymour in the chair because Seymour's like kind of waiting and then he t- he's about to operate on him but he tells like he, he tells him that he needs to get like the gas on first because that's how he like he starts as every patient he gets high yes. up laughing gas like get, take this man's license away please please take him out of his office yeah and then he he puts on the gas mask ma- the gas mask and starts getting high off of it and also this part like I think every scene with like this, like him getting high off of this, is makes me uncomfortable and like scared. Like it is just super yeah. dark, especially when you like because it. It's so because like 
No, I think we were gonna say the same thing. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Okay. Um, but I, I think it's like really unsettling. Oh, yeah. I think it's super unsettling, like how just the physicality of it too. Like he's wearing like this whole like mask thing, and then he like turns the knob. He's getting really high. And he's like laugh. I think it's because he's also laughing too. So it's just creepy. Yes. I just must have been very creeped out by that. <laughs> I'm more scared of it's, that than like Audrey too. <laughs> yes, because I think it's just like so real. Because mm-hmm. people, people really who, do that. Yeah. Like yeah, that's wild. Mm, too close. Too real. Yeah. Too real. And so he um. So he's getting, he he's trying to, like, turn the knob, and then it breaks, because he's trying to try to take it off, and then he can't stop the gas, so he's just, like, he's getting way too much in, and then Seymour's just kind of, like, watching him, and then um, he dies of asphyxiation, though, like, because he sees, before that, he sees um, Seymour point the gun at him, and he starts laughing, and he's, like, mm-hmm. he can't take it seriously, and then he tries mm-hmm. to turn off the knob, and then he, like, he basically like suffocates because it's just way too much, and then yeah. just like laughs, and then he he sits, he falls, he laughs, and then he just dies, and it's just so creepy because his eyes are open. <laughs> but it and even his like last words are super eerie. What did he say? I don't remember. Because he's like because Seymour pulls out the gun on him, mm-hmm. and the dentist is like, "What did I ever do to you?" While he's like laughing. Mm. And Seymour's like, it's not what you did to me, it's what you did to her. And the dentist goes, oh, her, and then dies. Yeah. It's like, oh, this was, oh, this is kind of scary. Yeah, that, yeah, I remember that. That's, that's, that's scary. Yeah, it's just very real. I don't know. Just, yeah, yeah, unsettling. Um, But yeah, so he dies, and then Seymour takes the body to Audrey, too. And he, so uh, so Audrey makes him, he says he needs to chop, chop him up into pieces. <laughs> and, like, he literally <laughs> swallowed so many people whole. <laughs> like, to, literally. Like, why does he need to chop him up? So he goes to the basement and then starts chopping um, the dentist up. And then Mr. Mishnick sees, like, the shadow of Seymour, like, axing a person. And then he gets, yeah. like, creeped out, and then he walks, like, he runs away, basically. Um, and then Seymour doesn't sleep at all that night because he's just, like, super nervous, and he chopped off, chopped, chopped off a body. Mm-hmm. And then that morning, he sees the detectives are, like, asking Audrey's questions, and then Audrey kind of, like, she's kind of, like, having a hard time because she's, like, She's like, I would never want to wish ill on someone like that, even though, like, he was super abusive to he her. He was hurting. And yeah. then she, like, later on, she's, like, she she feels bad, but she admits, like, maybe it's not a it's not a bad thing that he's gone. Like, she's yeah, afraid to like admit she's to herself. Yeah, happy. And she doesn't want to admit that because she thinks that she's a bad person for thinking that. And then Seymour, like, affirms her and, like, tells her, like, oh, like, you deserve someone good. And then he starts singing Suddenly Seymour. <laughs> and then I cry. And then seeing like their emotions, like their acting in this is so good too. Like I just want to cry looking at Rick Moranis. <laughs> it makes me sad. 
You're so pretty together. Yeah, even this though he's like, like a tiny bit shorter. Somewhere that's green and suddenly Seymour are like Ellen Green's big things, but they're just, ugh. you know, short kings coming back. But yeah, so they start singing and it's so cute. Um, but yeah, like it's it's all coming together for her. And just seeing her emotion and like that song, like Ellen Green's voice. Ellen oh, Green's voice. so good. Like she kind of whispers in some parts and then she starts like getting louder and then like she's just so uh, I can't even explain she's just so good um and then they finally kiss and then finally it's beautiful they're they're finally together and then um I wrote I cry and they finally kiss (laughs) yes yes (laughs) and then a fantastic um, note uh, Mr. Mishnick sneaks into the basement when Seymour goes back there and to un- sorry burps <laughs> I don't know if it'll get that uh, Mr. Mishnick sneaks into the basement and tells Seymour that he saw him kill the dentist and so he so he's kind of like I don't know it's like weird interesting because like he was always rooting for Seymour and then uh, but then he's like oh no like this guy's a killer or whatever and so he's like going to shoot mm-hmm. him but I'm also like you're this guy, like, first of all, he didn't kill him, but he, he chopped him up, so I get it. But then yeah. Mr. Mishnick's gonna, like, kill him because he killed someone else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't understand this. <laughs> it's like the morality was just not there. Like, yeah. Mm, I see oh. where you're coming from. Not executed well. Yeah, and then he's like, I'll take you to the police. And then he's kind of like, they go upstairs, and they're by the door. And then Mr. Mishnick's like... I think he kind of feels bad because he really likes Seymour and then he's like oh like maybe why don't you just skip town you come back in 30 or 40 years and I'll take care of your plant for you and I'm like yeah. okay okay, like, okay that's mm-hmm. weird yeah and then good. he he's like what is the plant eat like I'll take care of it here what does it eat and as Seymour is like explaining kind of like trying not to full on say like Audrey eats people yeah um so mr mushnik is facing the door but in the background you see that audrey too is opening its mouth and it's getting bigger and bigger and closer <laughs> and then um and then he falls into audrey too's mouth and literally just like eats it <laughs> just straight up fully whole eats, um mr mushnik and then this is where supper time i think Supper time already happened, or this is the first supper time song. Um, but then, the, right? The, I thought it was the second one. There's like because two, the first okay. one is when, yeah, they're talking about the dentist, and then this one is uh, when yeah. he like, when Audrey like becomes like fully like uncontrollable, insane yeah. killer plant. Yes. Okay. I remember. Yeah, I forgot that it. There's a lot of like doubles, like with priests. And like, yes, the reprise. So, yes, that one like comes out of nowhere. <laughs> the one yeah, that suddenly it, Seymour. That it's, like, yeah, uh, yeah. But okay, so, um, so then like the next day, like, uh, um, Seymour starts getting bombarded with people who want to like pay him to talk about like the plant and like how he takes care of it and. Just, like, it wants, like, everyone just wants to, like, profit off of Seymour because of, like, Audrey, too. Yeah. And he's getting super overwhelmed with it. And he's, like, getting tired of it. And so they go back to the shop. 
and the shop is like covered with like a bunch of photographers and everything and he like tells them like he wants them to leave like they're all inside um they're inside the the shop and they want to take pictures of him with um Audrey too and he like tells them all to leave and then he's just feeling really overwhelmed and I think it's also like the guilt of like two people have died under like my <laughs> supervision <laughs> and Audrey what? has eaten them yes and so um so Seymour C- and Audrey, like, because Seymour C- runs off, and then Audrey, like, catches up with him and talks to him, and then Seymour, like, asks if Audrey will marry him, and it's so funny, because she's like, oh, this is so sudden, <laughs> like, it was. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was, but so they she meant knows for she each other. Yeah, yeah she's always, she's always loved him, so, but they, they, so Seymour says that there's someone coming to bring him a check, the next day so why did they get married tonight at the courthouse and then they'll like run away tomorrow take so the cute. check and leave yes <laughs> like, yay. I don't do that. happy do that, ending please. right and it's funny because when i first watched it i'm like oh this is how it's gonna end nice cute happy ending they're just gonna leave the plant at the yes. store <laughs> forget about it <laughs> just let them die <laughs> bye audrey <laughs> too just let the people who come in just just let them be but surprised. No. <laughs> no. Ugh. Yes. Oh. That's. Did you hear never that? Never be that easy. <laughs> Whoa. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> My AirPods like did that like when it's dying. Oh no! Oh, like the DT. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait. Um, no. Not yet. Um. So. So Audrey says. So he's like, "Will you marry me, Audrey?" And she's like, "Sure." She just says sure. <laughs> sure. Sure. So like wispy. It's just... Yeah. It's so funny. I, I wanted to know if Ellen Green actually talked like that. And then I look at an interview, she doesn't talk like that. Mm. It's so interesting. Like she still has like little Audrey like aspects in her voice. But it's very not I like wish that. She did. I know, I like that. Character development. Yeah matches much more with like her actual singing voice than it does yeah i know like why'd you have to go and get speech therapy or something <laughs> yeah um so so it's nighttime it's that same night that seymour proposes to audrey and then um their plan is to like sneak out that night so they can get married at the court that night and then um and so Seymour is like back he's like trying to pack up all his stuff and then he's I just like trying to think because he's trying to get out the front door but I'm like isn't there like an a downstairs exit or like emergency exit like why did he have to go through the door where the plant is blocking it it's like oh why did is there like fire exit yeah like like that's that's and he just like completely ignores it when he's trying to yeah like he just goes through it knew an entrance to drag the dead body through but to get rid, uh, you know, to escape the killer plant, you went right in front of it. That's yeah. The logic. The logistics are wrong. They're false. Mm-hmm. They're just not, no, not even there. They're not. And also, how do you have a company still open if you don't have, like, a fire exit or emergency exit? Okay. <laughs> so, too many questions. <laughs> so... Uh, well, I mean, they were in like Skid Row, so they're probably like, stay open if you want to. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, mm. 
Seymour tries to sneak out the shop, and then um, Audrey says, feed me. And then Seymour says he'll come back with something, but um, Audrey, too, keeps getting bigger. And then he, he Seymour's, like, promising, like, oh, I'm going to bring you some stuff. I'll be back, whatever. And then, so Seymour runs and tries to get something for Audrey, too. And then, I don't understand, Audrey, too, calls Audrey, Audrey, one. But I'm like, how did he know the number? To call. Very true. And I was like, how did Audrey know Audrey too? Audrey too know Audrey's number? <laughs> and then. It's devious. And it was kind of creepy because like Audrey op- like answers the phone and then um, she looks out and it's Audrey too talking on the phone. Like she can see it like talking. <laughs> yes. He's like, that's You're creepy like, though. Baby. And like he's. Because she figures out, like, she, because it's wild to think that nobody knows that this plant can talk. Like, only Seymour yeah. knew that. Like, I, I don't know why for a while I felt like, oh, everyone knew that it talked. Like, that's why people liked it. But people just liked it because it was just creepy looking. It's just weird and big. <laughs> like, yeah. never seen this before. Pretty cool. Really? It's so, I know, I wrote, also, how does Tui know her number? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I don't understand. And so Audrey goes to inside the store. I would not go into the store if this crazy plant called me, print called me <laughs> across the street. True. But she goes in. I don't like quite. I don't know. I don't know why you'd go in there. And Audrey, Audrey too is trying to lure her in because like Audrey wants to eat her and then grabs her and trying to eat her. And it's kind of cool, like, seeing the different shots, the perspective of, like, corner shot of, like, a, like one of the side shots of Audrey, like, staring at Audrey, too. And then there's just so many cool, like, perspective shots. And just, like, and each angle, Audrey, too, looks really, like, awesome and real and scary. Yes. And then, um, I'm, like, shocked because Audrey was, like, all the way into Audrey, too's mouth. Like, only her legs were hanging out. I was like, oh, this chick's dead. <laughs> And then Seymour shows up. Yeah, but she literally was, like, already in its mouth. So I was like, oh, she's gone. Like, how did she not? Because the same thing happened to Mr. Mushnik. Like, he was halfway in his mouth and, like, cut in half, basically. Yeah. That's what what I was thinking about. Yeah. So I was like, oh, this is weird. Like, shouldn't she be, like, half-eaten? Like, he's just, like, (laughs) gargling in his mouth. And then... Um, she's halfway in the mouth and then Seymour saves her and then so what happens is uh, Audrey runs out and then Seymour's trying to figure out how to kill Audrey too and then Audrey too literally like breaks the building on Seymour like how did he survive that like everything comes crashing down on him shock like oh my goodness I think that was the cool like that for me was like the coolest scene, like seeing Audrey Two's like roots, mm-hmm, like all yeah. intertwined in the building, the entire building down. That was it's like, how did they even execute that? I would wish to be on set to see that. Yeah, and yeah, and he right. lived. He popped he his lived. head up and he's like, "I'm he's, still here." <laughs> he's so tiny, and he lived, and then he electrocutes Audrey Two. But it was, like, creepy to see, like, on, like, his, like, leaves. Like, there was multiple Audrey's on it. Like, they were yes. growing. He was just hiding them. 
Um, but then he, yeah, so he makes it out, and then they're about to leave, like, there's, like, that, there's, this is where the suddenly Seymour reprises, and it's so funny, because <laughs> that's just, something dramatic just happened, and then it just happens, like, very quickly, like, yeah. they start singing again, suddenly and then, Seymour. yeah, and then Jim Belushi interrupt Jim, sorry, Jim Belushi, R.I.P. Jim, Jim Belushi, interrupt interrupts them singing which is kind of funny it's like kind of breaking the fourth wall he like yeah in the middle of song he's like oh like i want to change your life seymour like they they he's coming from a botanical marketing enterprise whatever that means and they want to make a lot of money off of um audrey too so they want to make multiple of them and basically he says like i want to put them in each household every household <laughs> and seymour's like no you don't want that no you don't want that and so seymour gets like really intense and like tells him like no like we don't want your business like don't like don't come back don't talk to us i don't think you yeah <laughs> you don't think you understand that this thing eats people and then um crazy. oh so this so i messed it up so that happens before um seymour kills audrey too because after so i messed up so so jim belushi comes in and then tells them like no like we don't want we like Seymour's like no we don't want your business like we don't want that and then after that that's when he kills Audrey too because he mm -hmm. goes back to the building and then electrocutes it after the building falls on him sorry I messed that up and then um so yeah so that's they didn't like wanting yeah so he ends him he ends Audrey too and then after that we cut to um Seymour and Audrey getting married like in her her something greenhouse it's beautiful and which then, is really cute oh and then the end the baby I don't yes it's hands down like why why did they plant that there or did the company steal maybe a mm. little bit of Audrey 2's DNA Mm. or like you know like a Jurassic Park stuff. thing yeah and then just do it anyway without Seymour knowing who's or to say was, yeah who's to say and then it was or it could be yeah another um total eclipse of the sun and it showed That's up right. again so many questions but yeah so it's no, end of the movie so many questions but I want to talk about all the multiple endings that the original versions had because we got like the nicest version compared to all of the other ones. Yeah. So, um, so real quick, Elle Green, she originated the role of the off-Broadway cast in 1982. Mm -hmm. And she inspired the blonde look for Audrey because she wore a blonde wig. And I guess for the movie, they wanted Cindy Lauper and she was too busy touring. So Elle Green wasn't even their first choice. How dare they? But imagine Cindy Lauper in that role. I'm sorry. The thought of Cindy Lauper singing too much. Seymour makes me laugh. I, it's just I couldn't too much screaming. Too much. Yeah. I yeah. think she's a, a cool icon, but I don't think she could do that role well or no. like sing it properly. But yeah, so Elle Green, Elle Green took that took that role and honestly couldn't imagine anyone else yeah. doing it. He does it amazingly. Yeah, he's a legend. Okay, so original ending of the movie. So in the 1960s version, the original 1960s version, I think this is a, like the, the first movie that came out. Yeah. Um, Seymour's devoured after 
um, all the I guess all the victims that Audrey Two eats pop out as Audrey Junior flower bloom like blooming. Like what the heck? And then Audrey Two was crying that it didn't mean to kill all those people. In the world, isn't that weird? And then the Broadway mm. stage ending from that time, Audrey and Seymour are eaten, and the song "Don't Feed the Plants" warns the audience not to be tempted by plants. Interesting. It's pretty dark. And then the 1986, like um, the 1980s theater version, there's mm-hmm. another one. RG2 wins and eats Audrey and Seymour and then proceeds to take over the world. I heard about it, that one. So that was yeah. So this one's the original movie ending. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And there's pictures of it. If you look it on look online, you'll see pictures of like Audrey 2 in New York City with like the skyline, like That's taking right. over the world. There's pictures of that everywhere. Wasn't that one of like the actual like movie posters, like a poster art? Yeah, a a lot. All like the po- like the marketing for that ending was already out, so yeah. like they changed it so last minute. But yeah, yeah I looked up the that. pictures. Yeah, so I guess why they changed it, Frank Oz, um, he because they originally had that ending and then they did like a screen testing, oh, with audiences and they really complained about it. They didn't like it. <laughs> they were super unhappy. They couldn't take it. <laughs> <laughs> no. They were like, yeah, they wanted, they didn't like how, like, the plant ate the two protagonists and then um, proceeded to take over the world. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, we wanted happiness. Yeah. And so that's why this. That we went through. Right. And so this this ending is um, Audrey and Seymour did beat Audrey too and live happily ever after. But can you imagine? I think it's just sad, like, I can't imagine Rick Moranis, like, getting eaten. Like, what a sad ending. Yeah, I know. That would just be, like, I don't, I don't know if I could take it, honestly, too. I, yeah. It's like they couldn't bear the thought of somebody that they like dying, but I don't think I could either. Yeah, I don't think I could no. either. I'd just be leaving so, like, sad. Yes. It's like, oh, it was just all sadness, that movie. I guess it's a little shop of horrors, so it's supposed yeah. to be, but I do prefer this ending, the movie ending. Yes. But yeah, um, I hope they never remake this movie, though, because I think it's perfect the way it is. Yes. I better not see some Ariana Grande adaptation for, like, NBC Live shows, <laughs> like, Tears Frame. <laughs> I know. You know what? I honestly wouldn't put it past them, though. I know, I can't imagine. Oh, well, actually, I think that they are remaking it. Oh, That's I, what I, I, th- I thought I've heard about it. I think some, I think, I think Chris Evans is in it. I know yes. there was like a stage adaption with Jake Gyllenhaal. As, oh, really? Yeah, as Seymour. And they still had Ellen Green as, <gasps> as um, Audrey. They should keep her. I know. Like, oh my gosh. It was Wait. crazy. And I was like, wow. What? So, this article says um, I think it's rumored that Chris Evans would play the dentist. I don't know if I could see that. There's like this picture of him. I want to put my camera. Ah. Um, look. And it's him as a dentist in the mouth. <laughs> 
Isn't that wild to like imagine him being evil? I couldn't. I just. I don't. I don't think I even have the capacity in my head to imagine Mm -hmm. Chris Evans as an evil dentist who would hit a woman. I don't think I could see that. I think the rumor. I'm tired. I'm tired of Scarlett Johansson playing every movie role. Supposedly, she's rumored to play Audrey, and then um, Taryn Egerton from the one who, the guy who played um, Elton John. Yeah, I like him a lot. Rocket Man, absolutely. Yeah. I that am in love with Taryn Egerton. Yes, so good, so talented. I real quick my tangent. The way yeah. that Taryn Egerton re-sang all of Elton John's songs, and I think did a way better performance than. Rami Malek, and Rami Malek got the Oscar, but he didn't even use his own singing voice for all the songs for Bohemian Rhapsody. You've said just, no lies. No. I just, he put in so much work, and he sang so the songs. He's musically trained. He deserved it. I will say, Taryn Egerton was at a little bit of an advantage just because Elton John is uh, still alive. That's true. So he had a little bit of reference. That's but true. also he got mentored fully by Elton John. True, but I mean, yeah. still, Rami has no excuse because there is enough video footage for you to be able to, you know, take some inspiration, a little bit of, you know, yeah. vocal lessons. You could try to, you know, figure it out. There's enough people in Hollywood to help you replicate. Yeah. If we and have that's... so many Britney Spears impersonators, we can have at least. One good right. actor as Freddie Mercury. I'm just saying. Right. And like, um, like Elton John, he, like, they first approached it about, like, by him, like, just having his songs, like, played by him, like, his yeah. original recordings of them. But then um, Elton was like, I want, like, the artists to feel like they're incorporating more and, like, making it kind of their own, which I appreciate a lot more. Oh. So, like, I love Elton John. And he did an amazing job. I love that movie a lot. So great great. Movie. Talk about it but yeah so that's it that is little shop of horrors i hope you guys like this movie i hope you watch it um please please it's too late to not listen to this episode already if you've got this far and haven't watched the movie yes. <laughs> but i mm-hmm. recommend this movie it's not like it's not like actually scary scary it's dark but it's mm-hmm. not like a standard halloween horror film but it's just a really good classic, and it's a lot of fun. Good one. But yeah, um, Aaron, what would you rate this movie out of ten? Out of ten, I would probably rate it an eight point five. Okay. It could be made up in that one point five if there was more interaction between Steve Martin and Bill Murray. But mm-hmm. other than that. I think it was a solid movie. I just, I absolutely love it. I don't think yeah. I could not watch it every year or even like every other month. Like it's just such a good one to like, just like put on and watch with you know your friends or like if you want to just have a weird feel good that like gets all the emotions rolling. Yeah, good. Yes, no, I I totally agree with that. It is a good, like, movie just to, like, put on. Like, it's not too, it's not too complicated. It's very simple and it's very short. So you don't need to be, like, 
fully immersed. Like it's something where yeah. you can you can lightly watch it. And it keeps you in, like, it it still keeps you engaged. Yeah. Okay. And that's that's why it's so good that it's like so short is that it does that fully. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I would give it yeah, I'd get like I'll give it an eight. I do want more I wanted more Steve Martin and Will Murray. Absolutely. Uh, and I do feel like we do get a lot of time with Audrey too, but I feel like I kind of wanted more. I don't know. True. Like mm-hmm. I needed more interaction with that. But yeah, but I think Rick, Rick Moranis is amazing. I think they all did amazing. Absolutely. And yeah. all the effects are incredible. So it's a really good movie. It should be appreciated more. 100%. Definitely. But yeah, Definitely. thank you so much for being on. Thanks Had a lot for of fun. having me. Yeah. This is so much fun. We'll have to do I love the tangents. I know. Those Absolutely. are fun. I'm going to keep them all in. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. I'll keep them in. Especially the Five Nights at Freddy one. Yes. I'm, uh, I just, if I have a nightmare about Freddy, I'm going to be so mad, but honestly, <laughs> I'm just going into like a deep hole about it. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. I really appreciate it. I hope you've been liking all the Halloween content trying to keep it consistent but yeah happy almost halfway to halloween